0: Welcome to Alendal's Choice, a podcast where we explore the art of living your best life and the challenges that make it so difficult. A journey is seen through the experiences of someone who is a husband, dad, coach, techie, entrepreneur, and athlete. I'm your host, Team Alendal. How was everyone else's week? The most exciting thing that happened to me last week was my son's basketball game. My son's team jumped out to an early 8-0 lead before the other team came storming back to take the lead. There were five lead changes, I believe, throughout the game. It was a back-and-forth affair until my until my son's team took a four-point lead with about three minutes to go in the game. What followed was just absolute pandemonium as these younglings fought with the pressure of a situation they aren't in very often. For my son's team, they were having the trouble of dealing with pressure Leading late in the game. That's the first time I think they've had a lead late in the game. The other team, they were undefeated coming into the game. They weren't used to losing. They were panicking, throwing up bad shots as quickly as possible. My son's team was trying to just race down the floor as fast as possible, not dealing with the pressure and turning it over again and again. There must have been a half dozen turnovers in those last couple minutes followed with a lot of bad shots by the other team. It was tremendous drama. Realistically, the coaches probably should have calmed things down, but you could tell they had been sucked up into the drama. They were kind of yelling at the kids, which just maximized the chaos. It was (laughs) quite the show down the stretch. My my son's team did eventually win the game. I was happy to see that because I, I like him to have some success, In a sport that isn't his primary sport. I think it's good for kids to play multiple sports. And I I want him to be able to continue playing multiple sports until high school. Where because of the nature of the competition, you have to kind of single down to one sport. But when they're winning, it makes it easier for him to be on board with continuing to play multiple sports. (laughs) Yay! Otherwise... My week was what I would consider to be a normal week. You know, you have work, we had soccer. In this case, we had some basketball too. I have my training for triathlon. I, you have to clean up things around the house, spend some time with the family. I don't know about you, but when I think about a normal week, I'm struck by how routine life is. How our weekly routines and the, the rhythm of those routines really control our life makes you wonder how much of our life really is on a cruise control where we just have set the direction and we're just going to go with wherever it goes. I mean, One of the primary reasons I started this podcast was so I could try to disengage that cruise control mechanism and retake control of the wheel on a day-to-day basis in my life. The question is, how am I doing? Well, we've talked about change goals coming up. And I set three goals a few weeks ago. One was I wanted to have clean spaces, a clean desk, clean bedroom. And for two weeks now, check. I've been hitting, those, hitting that out of the ballpark. I've been wanting to do daily journal and planning each day. I had a hiccup last week. This week, perfect week. Check. The third one I'm working on right now is weight loss. You know, And I had thought I was doing better about eating. Yeah, I was wrong. No change. I'm still at 165. That is discouraging because I thought I was improvement, but I need to continue working harder on what I consume on a day-to-day basis. I have to really focus on not snacking, not removing desserts, removing sweets, removing things that are empty calories. I mean, heck, we're just talking about cruise control, right? I need to be more conscious of when I'm eating and when those moments that I'm going to eat are, am I making good to choices about what I'm going to eat? Those are something I've really got to work on because I've got to do a better job in my decision making. This week, I wanted to finish up my overview of the Stoic philosophy of ethics and talk about the third element of Stoic philosophy, and that is taking responsibility. Epictetus said, if you want anything good, you must get it from yourself. Our responsibility is built upon the two pillars we'd already discussed. The first pillar was about being the best version of yourself, living with character, following the Stoic cardinal virtues of wisdom, justice, courage, self-discipline. The second pillar explains to us that externals, things outside of our control, outside of ourselves, are unnecessary for the good life. What that means is that character alone is what's necessary for a good life. Since living with character, living according to these cardinal virtues, is within our control, that means we are responsible for our own happiness. We no longer have excuses for not living a happy, smooth life. We're the only ones stopping ourselves from living that life. Let's dive into this a bit deeper. Our goal is a smooth-flowing life, eudaimonia, as the Stoics would call it. For us to get there, we have to live in accordance to nature, as the Stoics would call it. Some may call it God, a higher power. God, nature, whichever the higher power is, gave us the ability to apply rational thought. It's what separates us from the animals, and we need to apply it to our thoughts and actions to raise above being an animal and reach the potential that nature or God has set out for us. What's cool about this concept of using reason, rational thought, is it as a process goal? Think about it. Are we focusing on the result? No, we're just in the moment making rational decisions. But our actions, what we do cannot be prevented by things that are external, that are outside of our control. As such, we can be satisfied with the results because we did our best with what we could in that situation. We can be happy with the results regardless of what they are. doesn't matter the outcome. We can be happy. We can be content because we tried our best. And since we have 100% control of this process, we are 100% responsible for our own happiness. What stoic philosophy gives us is a way to take responsibility and improve our own chances of happiness. And the process begins... By not letting happiness be defined by things outside of ourselves, outside of our control. If we are focused on things that are outside of our control, then we're opening ourselves up to emotional suffering. Things outside of ourselves is the root cause of our unhappiness. It's impossible to have conditional happiness. If I have X, I'll be happy. I'm a biker. If I have the latest, greatest bike, I'm going to be happy. That's a fool's quest. It only gives us the temporary enjoyment of acquiring it. Six months, two years, three, five years later, we aren't thinking about it. It's not bringing us the joy it did. Instead, we're looking at the next thing that will bring us conditional happiness. We have a choice. We can want something we don't currently have, or we can be happy. You can't have both. Happiness needs to be found from within, and not from things outside of ourselves because we can't change what is on the outside. If our happiness is dependent on the outside, then our happiness is conditioned based on the whims of fate. We're nothing but twisting in the wind if all we care about are things that are outside of ourselves. Our responsibility is not to worry about the things that happen in the world that we can't control, that we can't change. Our responsibility is to change the way we see these outside influences. Let's change what's possible to change. Fortunately, God, nature, whatever higher purpose you believe in, gave us the ability to reason, gave us the ability to make rational thoughts. What this does is provides us with a way to make proper judgments on what happens to us we can decide what these outside events mean to us. It is this ability to decide the core purpose of rational beings, which is the source of our freedom. We don't control what happens to us, but we do have the power, we have the freedom to control our opinions of those events. Epictetus said, we cannot choose your external circumstances, but we can always choose how we respond to them. External events have no meaning in and of themselves. It's our judgments that give them meaning for good or ill. If you always respond impulsively to events, it will seem obvious to you that it's these events that cause happiness or unhappiness. Our troubles drive From our judgment of a singular event as bad. When we decide this event is bad, we give it meaning by giving it a value it doesn't naturally have. It is these decisions, judgments that are dictated by our beliefs that have been formed over a lifetime of living. The choices we have made, the environment we live in, the people we interact with. But we have a choice. We can make a decision. We can be victims of outside circumstances, or we can seize responsibility and make the best out of whatever circumstances come our way. Every event offers us an opportunity for control. We can control our response. This is our greatest freedom as humans. I know I've talked previously about Viktor Frankl. He was in a Nazi concentration camp, lost his family. All around him, people were dying on a day-to-day basis. He had no reason to be hopeful. He had every reason to be unhappy and in disbelief of what had been happening to him. To be dejected. To be angry. But he didn't choose that path. He thrived in the environment. He made the most of his time in that hell. In his book, Man's Search for Meaning, he wrote, Everything can be taken from a man, but one thing the last of human freedoms. To choose one's attitude in any given set of circumstances. To choose one's attitude in any given set of circumstances. To choose. There's a gap between the stimulus we receive and the response we give. Inside this gap is where this freedom lies. It's where the power to choose lies. This gap can be Extremely small. But it does exist. And since it exists, we can step into the gap and make rational choices. But how often do we really do that? How often do we just allow our default thinking, based upon our belief system, just take over? Respond without thought? Oh man, that's ugly. Oh, that's cool. That's dumb. How often do we allow our gorilla to respond? Make a snap emotional outburst? Dang it, flipping moron! How often do we let fate toss us around like a ragdoll? We know that the gap exists. Everyone has it, no matter who they are, where they come from, where they currently live. The environmental pressures of day-to-day life, who we live with, where we come from, they may affect the size of this gap, but they can't remove the gap. Having this gap is one way in which all of us are equal. Our challenge on a day-to-day basis, is to be able to step into this gap and make good decisions. But this gap is only available if we're aware of it. We have to be vigilant. We have to always be on our guard if we hope to utilize this gap. Man, that's so much easier said than done. I know this is a daily struggle for me. Every night I look back on my day and I... I know I see where I failed to step into that gap, where I made poor decisions, where I'm sitting at my computer, I'm working on something, I get a little tired and I need kind of a break. Rather than to go off and regenerate, I'm like, man, let me just surf for a few minutes. 30, 40 minutes later, I've wasted my time and I'm really no better off for it. I'm, no, I'm not rested any from it. Or I'd be like, man, I'm feeling a little hungry. How about some chips? it's just one cookie. It's not much. It's just a few calories. I'm going to be working out soon. Every day, these choices come to us. And we struggle to utilize the gap to make good decisions. You know, the cool thing, though, about the gap is if you utilize it, you get to choose your response. Instead of the default response, instead of cruise control, we can choose one that's virtuous. One that fits our cardinal virtues. We can stop our initial impression, test it against rational thought, and determine what the best response is. Maybe surfing isn't a good idea. Maybe I should just go for a walk instead. I'm going to put that cookie down. I'm going to go grab a carrot instead. You know, This seems dumb, but there has to be a reason for it. Stoics called this reason choice, thinking before acting and reacting. Epictetus wrote, Men are disturbed not by the things which happen, but by, uh, but by the opinions about those things. Our responsibility is to bring awareness to any situation that we can identify these initial impressions or emotions that drive our default, default response. With this awareness, we can then change our response to ensure our actions are virtuous. We can take any event and turn it into good fortune by acting with character, Stoicism challenges us to change ourselves whenever we can't change our situation. No matter how dire the situation, think like of Viktor Frankl in a Nazi concentration camp. Doesn't matter how dire that situation is, your freedom of choice is always available to you. With great power comes great responsibility. It's our responsibility to choose how we respond in any circumstance. Heck, even if you can't stop the initial show of reaction to an event, we can still step back and make future choices based upon virtue. At the end of the day, external people, events, they don't have access to your mind. The emotions you feel, they don't come from externals. They don't come from the events that occur. They come from inside us. We need to stop blaming people or events for our own judgments. If we can just let it be, we don't judge something as good or bad, then we can't be troubled. Problem is, we have a whole lifetime of judgments and opinions to guard against. We've been on cruise control for so long, it becomes difficult to change meaningfully. It becomes difficult to step into that gap. It becomes difficult to live a life for virtue. I mean, that's one of the primary goals of this podcast was an attempt to apply these principles to my own life and maybe help others to do the same in theirs. With great power comes great responsibility. Take the opportunity to make good choices. Take your opportunity to use this power responsibly. Make good choices. If you've enjoyed this episode, give us five stars. If you're watching on YouTube, hit the like button. doesn't matter what platform you're using, subscribe to get future content. And as always, have a great day if you want to. Remember, it's a choice.